So I kept seeing and hearing <clears throat> all of these references to 1984. I heard, you know, people were calling it COVID-1984 and when Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all these platforms doing all their censoring and, and promoting of like kind of very di- dictatorial, progressive like f- forms of thought being pushed to the forefront. The, the reference was just always there. And other than the uh, summary, I didn't really know the story. So, you know, the last couple of weeks, I went balls deep. Read the book cover to fucking, you know, front to cover. Or, I'm sorry, cover to back. Then I watched both movies. I want to say there was one made in the 80s. And there was also one, you know, I want to say in the, in the 50s. This is like a 80-year-old story. I want to say this is originally from the uh, 1940s. So, it's pretty old, I guess you would say. You know, George Orwell actually died in the 1950s. But this man, who died 70 years ago, eerily foretold what social media... I mean, obviously not knowing what social media was or what it would become, smartphones, all that shit, because, like I said, he's been dead for 70 years. But this man eerily foretold what type of society we're heading towards. Now, obviously... We're not living in Ingsoc, the uh, society where the uh, main character and the girl he was with were living in. We're not living there. But the media's propaganda, gynocentrism, it's all foretelling a very eerie story. Now, granted, if you were to sum up 1984 to today, it would be the equivalent if we had a dictatorial, like, Marxist communist state ran by sex negative feminists that's really what it was because the 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 majority of it was the story was basically this man and girl or man and a woman basically who are either in love or you know indulging in foods they're not supposed to have and sex and and dating and and smoking i I think you can smoke but basically ideas you're not supposed to have And, and it's it's very telling given Zuckerberg and what's that faggot's name who runs Twitter? Um, that dude and Susan over at YouTube, you're banned if you talk anything that they don't like. In fact, Spotify is at war with Joe Rogan right now because they just bought him. They bought bought him out. Have the rights to the show, uh, or I don't know about creative rights, but they have the exclusivity rights to the show. And now half of their woke ass staff is trying to get the show censored trigger warning warning fact checked big brother the overarching presence which never really showed face in the movie and in the book is social media it's all of this shit running our society now I think when we look at this story in comparison in doing the comparisons to reality you know, let's be real. There is no evil deep state, at least confirmed. I believe that there is, but that's my personal conspiracy theorist, you know, BS, which, you know, until confirmation, I can't say anything like that. I can't say for sure that that's a thing. Now, obviously, I would put it in the realm of possibility, but it's also a possibility that there's life within the solar system that we don't know about. Well, all that being said, legitimately, 
the comparisons I drew and similarly a lot of like Marxist communist socialists they draw the same same conclusions which is very funny because they see the free market they see capitalism they see conservatism or libertarianism or central you know people who are just centrists as you know the same thing but there's never been a totalitarian free market or capital but you have to contextualize what those people are what what are unfortunately the vast majority of black americans black born americans not like black immigrants who, who actually work hard and don't produce the results that black americans do black americans women a lot of immigrants not all the majority of college graduates and whatnot but the vast majority of every i would say 99 percent of everybody on welfare right now other than the disabled are parasites so the parent to the parasite you're a nazi you have to look at it from their eyes they're a parasite and let's say you were an organism that had a parasite on you you want to get rid of the parasite but without you the parasite dies so for them you wanting liberation from their parasitic ways is death so you are kind of a nazi to them so with all that being said they can draw the same conclusions you know saying you want to live in this total and it's nothing totalitarian about liberating yourself from them but it's totalitarian to them when you want to be liberated from them freedom from them is death free freedom from you is death for them so they feel the same way you do about their blood-sucking ways, except in reverse. Now, with all that being said, I'm rambling and ranting and going all over the place. The story essentially is like basically a love story under the guise of being forbidden, uh, sex-negative feminists running the culture, your thoughts, what you eat, what you do, all controlled by the state and you're being surveillance you know it's very telling about the surveillance state but other than that you know obviously it didn't doesn't hit every mark but this is from the 1940s it's not going to hit every mark but it does tell a, a very peculiar story especially considering the measures that have been put in place for coronavirus so taking it as a grain of salt realistically even if you're one of these parasites. And I'm calling you a parasite if you collect welfare or you're dependent upon another person or you're a woman collecting child support. That's parasitic. Because I actually got into it with a feminist on Instagram today. I, I, I deleted my Facebook to avoid these arguments, but these feminists just keep popping up everywhere. And their argument was, you know, child support is it, it's just. No matter how it's enforced, it is just. Including putting bullets in Walter, Walter Scott's back. It's all just because it's the best interest of the child. So women believe themselves, their needs to be so high up on the, on, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, whatever. Women will put their own personal needs because most child support is used for bitch bullshit. Like I know I, I, I was arguing with this feminist and I'm like, child support is trash because I know too many men who are paying on time, every time that have to sneak in behind the mom's back and give the kids shoes and clothes and food and some sports gear and books and toys. They have to go behind the mom's back and do all that stuff because the child support is going towards the mom's bullshit. And the feminists will argue, well, that should, the money you give her is for her house, for her bills, 
for your child's life. But, like, bitch, before I put a nut in you and you needed to have a kid, you were you would have required a place to stay with or without my sperm. So to put the onus on me, because we have a child, I'm not responsible for you to have a roof over your head. Uh-uh. And this is the whole... This is why child support, I argue, it could be abolished. Because the kid could just go with the motherfucker who can afford to have its own place. Because if you gave dad's custody, you wouldn't even need a child support system. I got mine. I'll get mine. Give to me the motherfucking kids. Especially because I ain't no worthless bitch. I'm not... I don't... See, men aren't governed by emotion. And this is the fucking problem. I logically can sit back and look. I would love to, let's say... I was one of these young thoughts, 25 with two kids like the average woman in America, single. This bitch is constantly trying to recreate her teenage adolescent years of dating and men chasing her and food dudes and and Tinder and all this whore culture shit. But her kids are a burden to that. There are so many women. And and I go, uh, like I said, I, I had to give this feminist some facts. And I'm like, I googled looking for one story of that woman who had her daughter, her dead daughter, in the closet for 30 years. And here, come to find out, I go to Google, and there was like fucking an endless just timeline of stories of bitches killing the fucking kids, hiding them, still collecting child support, because the children are inconvenient. The, the women are only interested in the child support check. They're only interested in the money. They don't give a fuck about their kids. If child support didn't exist, bitches would be drowning. I mean, they're killing their kids now with child support. So imagine if child support didn't exist. So I, I, a part of me is like, I don't like the full of abolition of, of child support. Not because of the liberation of men. I do want men liberated. But at the same time, it'll be a, it'll be a genocide of children because these irresponsible bitches would start killing their fucking kids. I mean, they already do. They abort billions of kids, millions, million, let's go millions, not billions, they've aborted millions and millions and millions of kids, there are so many of these bitches who, just to live a life of partying and decadence and indulgence and, and essentially hedonism, they, they put their kids up for adoption, there was that stupid bitch, YouTuber bitch, who adopted an autistic child from China and then gave the motherfucker back three years later, because all the clout she was chasing online with her little family photos and shit outside of that environment, it was hard. It's hard to be a parent of an autistic child. I couldn't imagine. Luckily, mine aren't, but you know, neither being here nor there. Women, while I do love, I love women. I don't have a problem with women. I don't hate women. I have to state that before I state this. It is important that we actually do equality. Like, if we're going to have this hyper-gynocentric, hyper-feminist society. We need to dial that back a little bit. We don't have to dial it back to full patriarchy. It'll never happen. Women won't live in that type of state. Fine. But we do need to go back to where we do... You you, you hold your feet to the fire on what the fuck you believe. If you believe in gender equality, then be equal to a fucking man. Pay half your way. Pay your own bills. Pay your own rent. Pay for your own food. And understand that men aren't governed in the way that you govern. Take the time to understand men. You want men to he for she and understand women and blah, 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 blah. You are governed by your fucking emotions. There's not much to understand. However you feel that day is what the hell your morals are going to be. Your morals shift based on your emotional state at the time. And your emotional state changes every hour. 
So it's not that I'm pinning women down in a narrow field as much as, look, whatever the fuck you're feeling is how you are going to be. And I don't know one moment to the next what the hell that feeling is. So since you're governed by feelings, I'm going to dismiss your entire persona, wishes, morality, whatever. Because one second, you could be all about equality. Like I talked about that movie, Enola Holmes, with the, you know, the, the feminist overtone talking about how moral they were because they gave women the vote but it was the 1800s and it was about England and if I'm not mistaken England and Europe or well obviously European they're descendants if you will because there was already a revolutionary war but England and Europe had taken black people as slaves to America they had slaves in the Samoas and the uh, the islands in the south uh, South Pacific I'm sorry and to sit there and act like they have the moral high ground because they let women have rights. That's bullshit because those same white women were having black people serve them because women exist to essentially be served. But I, I, I don't want to make this about women. Again, read the book, look at the movie, read a summary because it's really good and it's really foretelling. That's all I got. I'm out.